citizens of the verse. Today is May 17th, 2952, and welcome to another episode of Citizen Cast. We're a weekly Star Citizen podcast here to discuss what's going on in the game and its development. I'm your host, Way Too Geeky, and I'm joined by the man whose machine's running smoothly, Mr. Seagard Olfsen. Hello, Seagard. It just crashed. No. <laughs> I got a vacuum cleaner right outside my door, bless her soul. She's cleaning the hallways, but uh, I don't know if you can hear that. We can indeed. It sounds like you got for a second. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I think one quick note for our listeners, uh, unbeknownst to Seaguard, I actually took a gummy before hopping on the podcast, so it may hit in the middle. Uh, in case I start talking about Taco Bell or anything. Uh, <laughs> so <Okay>. anyway, <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know what? You know how sometimes I progressively drink during the podcast? What happens if all of a sudden something hits me? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I will give Mr. Seagard a little bit of time before he has to come back on and talk about my week in Star Citizen. I tried to play a couple times. Uh, one time, I think it was a Friday. I don't remember what night. doesn't matter. Uh, I tried to find the river still. Couldn't find it. Decided to give up that venture for now um, in favor of doing something else. And then I um, tried to play again the other night and could not. Just like problem after problem after problem. I couldn't... Um, I'm trying to remember what it was specifically. I couldn't um, get the trains weren't running in Metrotech, Microtech. Uh, I, I was just going to say Jet Metrotech, like J Street Metrotech is a stop on the subway <laughs> here. Um, <laughs> and I keep wanting to say it still. So. Uh, anyway, so that was one of the problems. I can't remember. There were a few other weird issues I was having. So I finally gave up the other night, hoping uh, for a smoother week this week. Uh, what about you, Seagard? What have you been up to? I you know I played actually quite a bit. I uh, I did a bunch of stuff. Uh, you know, earlier through the weekend and into Monday, I I flew around in uh, in my, uh, just mining with a rock on the back of my um, you know again my memory is just shot. I don't know why, but uh, I can't even think of the name of the ship. Anyway, flew around Nomad on the Nomad. And uh, flew around, did four days of on-ship time, not really going back to the base. Uh, just stayed on the planet and, uh, you know, settled in each night and then went on. Um, and then at one night I had the, uh, one of those nights I went to go, um, it was actually the first night I was going to go pick up the rock. And I flew in and there's, I'm in near Daymar and I flew in and there's, I don't know, there's just, these blue triangles, like indicating ships, all over the place. I mean, there's, there's gotta be fifty. I'm like, this is the oh, whole wow. server is at this one place. I'm mm-hmm. like, and I'm trying to talk to our guys on Discord, going, "Man, you're not going to believe this." So I took some, you know, snapshots and stuff. And uh, and as I get closer, I realize it's all the door indicators. It's all their elevator markers on the. Oh floor. yeah. So it looks, but there are a <laughs> lot of ships there. I mean, there's like you know a reclaimer and there's a Carrick and there's a couple of crusaders and there's, you know, six or seven other ships. And, uh, there's a, you know, a, a plethora of ships or a plethora. Uh, so I go in and get my rock and, um, 
and I've, I have just set up my ground control vehicle or my new controls uh, for ground vehicles. So I have a throttle and it's on the second throttle on my, the left-hand side of my throttle. Uh, it's just an, it's an X56 for this game. And um, I start up the rock and immediately this thing goes to max speed, leaps off the ramp. I'm trying to slow it down, uh, but it's not happening. And I wedge myself completely under this 400i. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to shut down the motor. I finally turn it off and figured out what I've done. And there's literally guys who are on the ground walking around looking at my vehicle. <laughs> so I finally got myself glitched out from underneath it, drove it back, but I picked up a crime stat. So I did one more day. Um, and uh, at the end, you know, I was going to go in and sell my stuff, but I had a crime stat of one. And I, I just figured I'll go to, you know, We'll go see if I get shot if I go to, uh, you know, Port Olisar. I figured with the one I wouldn't, but because I don't get a lot of crimes. But, uh, of course, I got blown up just as I was going there. So it was an interesting couple of days, but it was cool. I had a, I had a lot of fun doing it. I really kind of made myself get out of my suit every night, put on some clothes, get in the bed. I brought a crate with some water and some food and extra ammo and medical supplies. I uh, kept that in my inventory in the ship. and. Uh, um, it was it was pretty fun. I just kind of exercised the the fun of being on a ship, uh, mm. you know, for that extended time, and I definitely liked definitely liked it. So uh, so I thought that was that was a good way to start the week. And other things, uh, just a couple of minutes ago, I helped Haymar who had gotten injured, and I was able to fly out short notice and you know take a box with me with some medical supplies and hop over and repair them real quick. So. He had a broken leg though, so I was able to help him get to a ship, and then he couldn't get up the ramp, so I had to move the ship, and we got him in, and he was good enough to get me a uh, you know special sniper rifle. Uh, and oh, came nice. in. And then the game crashed, and I was left there. <laughs> so I don't know if I'll wake up tomorrow right where I was, or if I'll have lost my progress. But so that was kind of my week. It was it was good. I did a lot of moving of ships. I moved a lot of my ships around. <laughs> you love those moving those ships. Well, I'm just trying to figure out the best ways to do it, the best ways to locate them. So I've kind of got I've got a set of ships on Area 18, and I've not they're not on the planet; they're on the stations. And then I have one or two at Lorville. I have some down there, Crew 01. I have mm-hmm. some up at uh, Microtech. So I can pretty much do anything in any one of those spots, just not necessarily in the same ship. And then I'm yeah. shuttling between um, with my small ships, like the Aurora. Mm-hmm. I use that. I use a Titan. I use the 135. And I would go up there and load all my uniforms from the, you know, the subscriber flare. I would load yeah. it all into the inventory of the ship and then fly it back to the station at Cruel 1 and dump it off there. So it actually nice. works pretty good. Yeah. I probably won't get too intense about moving my stuff across system until I can see it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why for some reason, like until it's physicalized, it just isn't resonating with me. The moving it, I'm just like half the stuff I barely even need probably because I don't do combat as much. Yeah. I definitely, I don't do combat as much, but I have split my armor up because I have, they gave us several sets, right? So I have mm-hmm. split up 
really three sites is a good number of sites to have. Yeah. And, and I'm finding that not being on a planet is probably advantageous. I can imagine. So, and, you know, the mining and the cargo stations tend to have a pretty good selection of stuff. Yeah. And then you could, you know, keep a prospector near where you normally mine and refine and have that as your loop. Yep. Exactly. Cool. Well, um, we had some content this past week. Uh, for starters, ISC was a full sprint report. Um, so we got to look at MPC landing splines, which will help with both collision avoidance as well as make their landing much more natural. Um, obviously tons of gameplay implications from that because, uh, you can have MPC reinforcements and even just create more realistic landing zones, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they also showed us, Ooh, show, 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 showed us, um, speed (laughs) variations, within NPCs walking, um, as well as collision avoidance. So I think they had something like somewhere between 10 and 20 different, I think it was 20 different styles of walking and then variation in speeds. Um, we got good. What's that? I think that's, I think that's definitely good. Yeah. I mean, it helps just vary it. You nobody wants like clones even right. right now. I mean, the variation on NPCs is pretty minimal. Um, just because, but hopefully we'll see a lot of variety. And I, I can't wait till we have some variety of voices because hi, welcome to the store. Um, starts to drive me well, a little crazy. Sometimes I like the other uh, guy. Well, the grumpy one. To yeah. I didn't even have to work today. There I am in the store. Nobody can put <laughs> things back where they belong. The problem with that is it's so prevalent. Like to me, that should just be like one random NPC per system or something. Um, <laughs> but he's so prevalent that because of his the way he talks about things and his voice is so um, distinct, you know, it doesn't. It, it's funny, but then it's also like, okay, here goes this guy. It's that one. Um, we also got to look at some really cool. Uh, colonial clothing that's much more functional, both kind of a utilitarian kind of outfits, and then uh, also cold weather clothing. Uh, we got to look at a sandy cave archetype, which looked a lot different than what we currently have. We saw river weeds. Uh, we saw another look at the Corsair. It's getting very close to done. Uh, their first, it'll be their first gold pass standard. Uh, gold pass standard Drake ship. Um, and it'll be, uh, I, I guess they decided to relocate the lift so that there's better pathfinding in the vehicle as well as, um, uh, you know, we got to look at the cockpit and the really cool dash. Uh, last but not, well, not last but not least, we, we also saw an improvement to wheel vehicle, vehicle movement. Um, I thought that was significant. Yeah, it was a lot, a lot less jumpy, and yep. uh, we got to look at hole stripping with the vulture. What, what, uh, what stood out the most for you, uh, Mister Olfson? <clears throat> um, certainly, I I like the AI progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember the week before I read off a bunch that was in Squadron Forty Two. Yep, uh, vending machines and all that. I think. Um, 
and given also what I see in this patch, 7.13, the the piece the NPCs are doing a lot. You got the new coffee guy now, which has a variation mm-hmm. of the bar. Um, I went and did that with a, that little routine. You can't drink the coffee, but you can carry it around in your inventory, and it looks cool when you're holding a photo. Oh, yeah. it's not uh, a usable yeah, item yet? It. it won't let me That's drink funny. it. <laughs> so, That's so funny. I haven't tried. But, yeah, but it gives you a menu option, and he goes, okay, I'll get that right up. And uh, you know, He's running around doing his thing, and um, I've gone into a couple of the bars, and the bars are pretty interesting. And he, you know, they're, There's no doubt about it. It, it adds life. Um, yeah. And even the NPCs on the station, I've had, you know, Every time I do my change out of my uniform or my yeah my uniform my uh, suit into my clothes, there's always seems to be one of the AI will walk up with the hands on his hips and just stare at me like, "What are you doing?" You know. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to look at the inventory to drag something over, and he's blocking the picture, so I have to scan around. And, mm-hmm. you know, so of course he uh, is. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> Um, I, I think I think we're going to see some breakthrough here in AI, and I'm I'll be super happy to see it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's been some really good improvements, and I can only imagine once we once we get even more um, sort of performance optimizations in right. the game, uh, particularly on the server side, uh, it'll be interesting to see how much better they are. Because I, I have heard multiple times that the AI behaves perfectly. Um, when it's in the um, uh, CIG's servers and everything with, yeah. you know, not the same constraints that we have. Um, but then you, you put them on the servers and it's just too much. I, um, I kind of going okay. with the AI. I wonder, you know, I was looking at the, uh, like the hangers the other day and I saw that, you know, the or the trams and I saw, you know, could go to the, you know, long distance, you know, transportation with galactic space or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they have the the other gates where you can get on commercial space flights. Mm-hmm. I wonder, um, since we already do that around Orison, why wouldn't we do that around the solar system? I mean, I, I have to believe that's going to happen here. It's not like... Oh, the, in terms uh, of commercial flights and such? Yeah, I mean... You know, it's a regular route. You know, you take the splines that they're talking about. Yeah. Exiting from atmosphere the correct way. You take better AI and you take the fact that Crusader has a ship that's ready to do this or it's going to be ready to do this as soon as they finish it. Yeah. Why? I mean, I I think that ship may be closer than we think. Perhaps. I mean, it definitely seems like there's a lot of... There's a lot going on that I feel like we may end up being surprised in some interesting ways. Yeah, you even have docking, right? I mean, they can dock right to the stations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be really cool to do. And, I mean, it's not like, I mean, I would imagine it's not a huge, and, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, folks, but it's probably not a huge lift to, um, once you have that tech running properly to take the same sort of behavior with, um, with the ships in crusader, um, and, and really apply that, like you said, across the system instead, I can't imagine it'd be a much heavier lift from that. I can't either. I mean, it's, uh, 
It, I, it would be interesting. I, I have a feeling we're in for some prizes, some surprises here. Yeah. 7.13. I feel like we're, on, you know, uh, in the near future, I would say within, you know, the next month. Um, I, I really feel like we're starting to hit like a point where things are going to really start accelerating. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, look at mining now. Mining is so mature. It is arguably, you know, the economy is, is a little bit wonky around mining, but the actual act of mining is a fun game. Yeah. It really is, right? And if you could add good sensors to it, you know, they're specialized, mm-hmm. um, you're, you're there. But that also goes with science and a bunch of other stuff. So yeah. I think I think we see I think we see a 90% complete, you know, line of activity called mining. Um I think salvage is gonna go very, very quick. And we're going to see it start happening here with this next patch and in Invictus Day. Um, I think we're going to see that happen relatively quick. Um, over you know, the next year, we will have salvage completed. Um, because it's going to be modeled on very much the same steps and types of gameplay that already exist for mining. Um, and one of the easiest ones out there that they haven't really done much with is cargo running. Now I can't say they haven't done much. They can load a ship, they can unload a ship, they can sell, buy, pick up, you know, you can move cargo with a tractor beam, you can do you have carts now, you have all these things. Um they have cargo hand you know, cargo decks. Um, mm-hmm. right. I I really do think we're gonna see some acceleration here. I think to a degree for sure, because I mean, how much is salvage really related to Squadron 42? I I know that there's some of it, but I think it's more Mm -hmm. on the hand salvage. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Um, Yeah, I I feel like there will be some pretty dramatic boosts in some way. Who knows? I, I also think we're probably very primed for disappointment, too. So, well, yeah. Eight years of practice. <laughs> I'm an optimist, so let's just I say. I love the game. I do love the game. Yeah. So can't complain. Yeah. I think the main tech hurdle, though, with the salvage piece that's a little different from the mining piece is because salvage is supposed to apply to things like a ship that we own versus, you know, an asteroid's created merely for this gameplay outside of visuals, right? So right. it's it doesn't have to also fly and um, have damage, um, physicalized right damage there. to it. Um, right. So I think that's the major hurdle. And I feel like they're just going to, I feel like it'll be incremental improvements probably over the year. But yeah, I, don't I think you're right. I think it'll long. be a lot faster. Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to go to about where we were when we got the rock. You know, we already had. Yeah. We already had the. Um, prospector and the hand miner before we got the rock. But I do think it's very possible. We'll see all three at once. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the rock, let's face it. It's really just a small, I mean, it's really just a big hand miner. Right. Or a really small, you know, space miner, I guess. Why couldn't you just change the arm to be a salvage one? 
I wonder, I mean, I would imagine you could and you might a salvage. Well, maybe not. Maybe the, maybe it'll have a specialized vehicle, but it might be based on the rock chassis. Yeah. That would make sense. That's just some, I took us way off topic, but. Oh, yeah. no worries. Um, we didn't get a lot of submissions this week, so, you know, it's fine. We have at least that space. Um, so the uh, Star Citizen Live was one of those wonderful uh, game dev episodes. And uh, they did uh, show off more of a colonial outpost. They essentially built up a uh, uh, decrepit, you know, abandoned colonial outpost uh, with some of the tools and talked a little bit about it. They did say that um, if it's a material that should be matching in with the sand or, or sort of like blended in with the sand, that it'll adjust uh, on, on the actual structure based on the environment that it's in and the biome that it's in, not just, um, you know, so it'll change color and, and fade in better. Uh, I think the one weird thing or interesting thing at the end of the show, and maybe they're just, they just love to hype, hype us up is it showed a weird anomaly, a visual anomaly off in the distance on that planet. Um, and it was hard to tell what it was. Did you see that? Anomaly on the planets. Yeah, yeah. So I do remember that moon that they were on, or whatever it was. I do remember that vaguely. Yes, it sort of almost looked like still fireworks, like stuck in the air. Some people are positing it's jump point or something. I don't know if I saw that. I don't remember that. I'm gonna have to go back and check that now. Yeah, it was at the. It was teased at the very end of the episode. Um, Go look again. Yeah. I, you know what? And, and I only saw it because I watched Morphologist. <laughs> or, or, or Super Mac Brothers. I can't remember which one. I think it was actually Super Mac Brothers was talking about it. I can't remember who. Either way. Um, uh, but some good stuff last week. Uh, I, I did. I, I am excited with the... Um, a lot of the tech that was showed off in the sprint report. So um, this week um, we have, um, we get the Invictus schedule on Wednesday um, as well as uh, uh, the free, free fly, not free fry. I wish I had some free fries right now. (laughs) Um, schedule as well as the Invictus FAQs uh, on Thursday. We have an, it's uh, Jared returns with inside star citizen and he'll have the fleet in tow. That's the oh. only thing it says. So uh, hashtag time to speculate, but um, we also on Friday we'll have a, um, uh, we have Invictus launch week and apparently I didn't paste these notes properly. So I forgot, uh, I forgot what the Star Citizen Live is, but if we wait one second, Kiki will retrieve said in, insights. Um, let's see, <coughs> Star Citizen Live um, will be members of the AI content feature and tech teams. Uh, so talking about their op- ongoing work, but it is also the start of Invictus Fleet Week. So. Um, you know, once you see the schedule, that will be exciting. Any um, 
thoughts Seaguard on Invictus uh, as it is being hosted in uh, the wonderful Orison this year. Yeah, um, I, I'm really thoughts. interested to see how they do that. Um, you know, there's been some talk about it and people speculating the performance is going to be bad. Uh, I don't think they would do it there unless they knew the performance was going to be good. Um, maybe they're going to demonstrate some technology like meshing that makes it work. Or a low-key optimization to the yeah. clouds. Some, something. I mean, right? I mean, they, they wouldn't – they would already know if it's not going to work. Well, it's in PTU. Within, I think tonight they actually, they're actually starting the – actual demo of the event but um from what i've heard about reports from people in the ptu it feels really smooth it's it's, that to me makes absolute sense i mean every they you know i don't know that they've have they really had any problems at an invictus um always at the beginning (laughs) the the first invictus was a a nightmare something happened I forget. I think the servers crashed or something. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe that is. But true. that was the first one. Last year was smoother. I think some yeah. of the AI stuff was still there. But we've been twice at Microtech, one at Hurston, mm-hmm. one at Area 18. Um, and I, I think it's going to be. Did we? Good. I thought this was only the third fleet week. Didn't we do it twice at Microtech, though? Yeah. But we oh, did no. do it. Isn't this the. F- f- I thought we only did Fleet Week from Microtech oh, on. No, 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 because we we've had IAE everywhere else. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe maybe this is the fourth. I know we've done Hurston because you had the big red stadium kind of deal. Circular, but that was IAE. Oh, uh, that's what I'm thinking of. Then okay, okay. I think the first fleet week was at Area 18. I think we had one at Area 18 and two at Microtech. Yeah. Oh, no, no, we had two IAEs at Microtech and Fleet Week. So it was IAE at Microtech, Fleet Week at Microtech, and then IAE at Microtech again. That's why okay. we're getting confused. Yeah. You're just smarter than I am, and I, I get confused easily. But I, I think, you know, they, they're – very, very good. I mean, I just think about running around the amphitheater, and it's always smooth. I don't yeah. really have any issues. I don't really have problems crashing. Uh, knock on wood. I mean, um, I, mean I think the toughest part is just going to make sure you're on, on Orison when you get there. Yeah. You know, you may want to reset your character if you didn't move a bunch of stuff around the system. Yeah. I'm just going like to fly one ship down probably. Decent that's, I'm probably going to take my character over. Yeah. Um, Maybe after this, that's what I'm going to do. Move my Carrick there. Although, who knows? We'll probably get the option to choose our starting location with 3.17.1. But either way, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. So. Um, I think I also saw some videos of the where the, the center is. And um, it is pretty far off. So it, it, it goes off pretty far in a direction before you reach the platform. And I think that's to save on... On, but I think uh, it, connect, it has a connector arm, right? Like there's a connector spur. Yeah. yeah. So I think we'll have a train of some kind probably versus It'll a, be the flying one. Flying one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then um, 
Yeah, I think what's also cool is because they started running it in the PTU um, with the actual uh, event running, uh, they were able to get us some more details about the ships right. uh, coming out. Um, should we talk about them if anyone has yeah. any spoiler warnings? We all know about the Drake Mule, um, but what we didn't know is what it was going to be. So here's the description. The Drake Mule is the six-wheel Drake Mule is a dependable workhorse for all sorts of loading and hauling jobs, whether transporting cargo over rough terrain or ferrying it onto larger vessels and cargo decks. The Mule seems sees even the toughest contracts through to the end, plain and simple. So sounds like what we predicted last week, don't you think? Yeah. Yep. And uh, I, I do. Um, um, for anyone who's I, interested in what it looks like, uh, it's in the leaks discord. <laughs> yeah. Or what's it called now? Pipeline. I don't even know. Cause I never go there. Oh, I, I go all yeah. the time. Um, I'm, what, what are your thoughts? Is, are you excited for it? Uh, yeah, I, I, I am. Um, I definitely like things like, I like vehicles like that. Um, I have a couple of the Ursa rovers because of ships and, you know, they carry cargo and can carry troops and things like that. But we don't really have a pure, you know, non-military one. Um, and I, yeah. uh, I think this could be that one. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know what it carries for cargo or anything. Um, I would love to find out that it has some way to put a bed in it. So you can actually drive around and see some of the planet, you know, the, the old way. Yeah. I mean, that would be real fun to drive away from one of the areas and, you know, pick a route and try to do a cross-country trek. But I don't think it'll have a bed. I think it'll be limited to cargo. I, I would imagine so. It looks it looks really cool, though. I think I think you'll like it. The front of it looks sort of like the, the cockpit of the Vulture. Yeah. yeah. And it reminds like, me of something like a snowcat you would see up in. Oh, you've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. I have seen it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. Yeah, Um, It it looks good. I mean, it looks kind of like, yeah, like a snowcat you would see at the Arctic or something like that, but with wheels. Um, Yeah. Definitely has a utility feel to it. Um, It's it's a one-person cab, right? Yeah, one-person cab. It looks like it, for sure. Yeah. So it's, it's smaller than... I guess it's it's smaller than the um, MPUV or uh, it's definitely smaller than an Ursa Rover. It's yeah. narrower. It's it's if if the crate is to be believed, it's really small. Um, and I maybe I suspect that the the actual stuff that you haul goes on those bins on the side. Yeah. Yeah, there were some on the sides. Uh, but maybe not. Maybe that's a whole... It looked to I me like know. it had a back on it, a separate back like you do on the MPUV or them. You know, it's, yeah. it's like a cargo, like a cargo van. Oh, but we also don't know. I don't know if, now that I'm looking at the front-facing part, at first I thought those things were guns. But maybe those are to pick up pallets. That's what I'm. Uh, yeah, or their tractor beams or something. 
That's what I was wondering. Tractor beams or pallets? But if you got the pallets in front, I don't know why you would. The cargo goes in back. Well, that might just be for like smaller items or something. Who knows? Or when you're out and about and you need to store stow something of your own. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I'm sure we'll find out about it on Drake Day. I'm sure we can impale someone with them. Yeah. Um, I think even more interesting is the Anvil ship. Have you seen this information yet? No. It is called the Legionnaire. Um, and it looks like a cross. If you looked at it from the front, you go, oh, that's a uh, terrapin. It looks a lot like a terrapin. It oh, really? has the four, the four uh, VTOL. Um, but then it sort of, it stays wide, but then it like drape um it like thins out in the back and then it also drops off almost like uh if you took the back of a um valkyrie it it looks like if you cut a terrapin in half and then took the back of the valkyrie and stuck it to the terrapin um that's what you'd get it's really interesting looking and here's the description because it sounds like actually a really cool vehicle and it takes some of the stuff that we have in other vehicles and then multiplies it. Uh, So uh, the focus of the ship is boarding. When the operation calls for a hostile takeover of an enemy vehicle or station, the Anvil Legionnaire is ready to report for duty with eight drop seats, versatile docking options, and an advanced security infiltration system. Even the most difficult of boarding actions is feasible with the legionnaire in your fleet. So it sounds like it's the it's the combination of boarding a vehicle, right? Docking with it, but also hacking it so that you could board it. Yeah. Interesting. What are your thoughts? Is this it sounds like sort of an I mean it sounds hyper niche, but it sounds like it's going to be really awesome. Well, yeah. Oh, I think it's awesome. I, I I think it's very very cool. I hadn't heard that at all. So that's a real surprise to me. Yeah, um, and Anvil Day's, I think, the first day. So is it the size of the Prowler, or how big is it? It looks very, from the pictures, I would say it looks, well, let's see. It's compared to, size-wise, it is bigger than the Vulture. Oh, so the, somewhere in the, like, like 32 meters long. Okay. And like twice as high or three times as high as the Vulture. Okay. A little bit more than twice as long as the Vulture. It looks... So it looks still relatively compact. Um, but super exciting. Um, that would be very I cool. also see there's a ton of skins coming out very soon. If it, if not in this patch, then, then definitely one coming soon for quite a few ships so that's exciting and the the drake um ship it looks like it's going to be or vehicles going to come with quite a few paints as well um which is awesome yes should be for a really interesting fleet week are you hoping for anything else to happen uh during fleet work seagird let's see am i hoping for anything else um i hmm I would like to see like the um, origin ground uh, bike, the jet bike. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you got the 400i that needs that. I think that would the, be good. Yeah, and the X1, isn't it? Yeah, I would like to see that come out. I don't own a 400i, but I will get one. I would also like to see, um, you know, I don't think we'll see anything on scanners. I would have liked to have seen something on scanners or maybe uh, some ships retrofitted with tractor beams like the 315i. Mm-hmm. Um, Drake, you know, Cutlass Black might would, would have been a good one to see a tractor be on the back. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but again, I think that deals with micro cargo rank. Um, you know, we have there. I, I think we might be. Well, is Argo considered a military contractor? No, they aren't, are they? No, I don't know if they have a presence. I mean, they could use real loose um, definitions for that because. You know, technically you could contract with the military and have logistics ships. You know, I could see us getting a military skin for the uh, Carrick. Yeah, it uh, would be interesting to see if they they put any out there. A new type of marine armor might be cool, or, you know, marine armor versus army armor or something like that. Mm. Uh, You know, kind of break away, get... Um, something that's, you know, got some stripes on it or whatever, you know, different, uh, cause they kind of tucked away a set, you know, early on in the game that was out and then they kind of put them away for a while. Um, yeah, but I would, I, you know, given that it's a military kind of thing, that would be cool. Maybe modules for the, um, cargo or the, uh, modules for the bomber retaliator. Oh, Maybe. I would imagine probably not, but you never know. Yeah. Other than that, you know, I don't know. I mean, it should be really good at the very least. I I think what I get most excited about is just um, one. I just like seeing the expo centers just because it's super immersive. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. And I think think two is seeing the influx of new players. Yeah. um, Is always great. Yep. Yeah, um, no, I, I like going around the you know the hall you know once maybe twice. Yeah. Um, then it gets yeah, a little I definitely bit don't make every day. Right, right. What about the idea of maybe the Nautilus? There was that you know placeholder, right? Yeah, I don't know. That's it's a good question. It was a, it it was a placeholder, but I thought it was on Anvil Day. Well, it was in a folder inside the game, right? They un- unpacked it. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't recall. Then I, th- I can't remember where I heard the information from. I thought for some reason I thought it was in, um, it was in the display of an Anvil display, right? Um, which they were saying, in other words, that that it was a placeholder for whatever Anvil released. And so a lot of people were speculating like a capital or subcapital ship. Gotcha. But I don't you know. Think, you think we might see, remember they used to have the Idris in the in the hangar on Area 18, I think it was, or Lorville. It Actually, was Lorville, yeah. I wonder why we haven't done that in a while. Uh I don't know. I mean nowadays you I, I know the Bengal tour is gonna around. be back. Yeah, I'm just thinking you could walk around in Idris now. Yeah. It's built. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, it's been built for a while. I mean, remember there was the whole, yeah. um, was it Citizen Con or something else? Yeah. I can't remember. But that whole video with the two Idrises fighting. And they were pretty well built out at the time. And one last one would we have, you know, we've only seen the Kraken and Holograph. Um, mm. That would be a great candidate to have sitting in a hangar. You could walk around the outside and look at the actual ship. That would get people really pumped. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny, too, because they did show the exterior at Lorville way back when they announced it, but then they they never showed it since. Yeah. And I'm guessing because it was a pretty low-res image and they had it far away, so you yeah. couldn't tell it was not great. I would see them all the time, still. though. They're in the game routinely, just not as player ships, right? So, Which ones? Oh, the Idris you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, I was referencing the Kraken. Well, the Kraken, yeah, the Kraken, I, I agree with you. That's the one I was saying. We haven't seen it in real life. I think we should see it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So. I guess we, anyway. we'll see. Um, I do I'm think, up. yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. And, like, probably just what we need to get us to CitizenCon. Yeah. Um. But I completely forgot what I was going to say. Uh, well, we talked about the Perseus. No, we didn't yeah. talk about the Perseus. No, we didn't. I know. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. Um, yeah, I, I think it should be good. Um, that now brings us to... See? Geeky's starting to lose his, his frame of reference. Um, uh, now that brings us up to tips and tricks. Any tips and tricks this week? From you, Seaguard. Um, for me, um, I would say that, you know, the big ones for me is I'm definitely finding it valuable to use that internal storage on the ships. And I'm definitely finding it valuable to have at least three boxes with me. Right? So I bring a box full of five, five meals, minimum of five drinks. 11 round, or eleven magazines for each weapon that I'm carrying, which is going to is three. I don't carry more than three. Uh, five grenades. Um, you know, two healing, two um, healing guns. Actually, two tractor beam or a py- um, multi tools with mm-hmm. three attachments plus extra healing ones, and then I bring one of the handheld medical ones. Uh, with extra medicines of all the different types you can have. And uh, mm-hmm. I bring that with me. I just pull in uh, or up, bring my ship out uh, onto the dock. I get on the ship. I drag the boxes over. I got one of them, at least one of them that's empty. The other one is also uh, typically is also empty, uh, but I may have extra loot in it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, when I go to a wreck site or I go pick up, mostly when I go, when I go to pick up cargo, Anything I um, find in a uh, any loot I find in the cargo center of like mm-hmm. uh, you know area eighteen you know mining or oil you know site uh, drilling site I just drag into the building's inventory and then when I get on my ship I drag it from that inventory into the box or into the box and into my ship if it won't fit. Um, so then I can restock my foods and things like that, right? Um, fruits and stuff go into the other box. And then I try to sell it at the admin offices as I go. So I found that has been very, very good. It makes me very fast to get out of the station. 
I just literally, I've been changing into civilian clothes, like I said, a lot. So I change into the uniform I'm going to wear. I load on my basic gear, grab the boxes, take off and leave. Come back, put them back on the, on the station. All right. So it's uh, repeatable. So I've really found that to be useful. Awesome. I mean, that's great advice. I don't really have any because I couldn't find, I could, I couldn't find the river. Right. I couldn't play the game. Right. right. Um, one thing I did hear, and I can't confirm if it's true. Well, I heard it from Canuck, so I could probably confirm that it's true because he does his due diligence. Uh, if you get one of those one SU cargo boxes, right, you can put it in your local inventory and then you can actually drag items into that cargo box from the local inventory into the cargo box that's in your local inventory, which could make it a lot quicker to load up your ship with things like what you just said. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. It's just one SU. That's exactly what I'm doing. I just have them pre-packaged. So I went down and spent a bunch of money and I've got three of them, three sets that are spread out at three different, four different, three different locations. And I leave them there. And I, when I fly up there, I don't take one. I just use the one that's already there. And it's my oh. emergency box. Oh, that's I use what's uh, on my body. And then I uh, carry a backpack that's empty. And then I keep those as my emergency supplies. Or if someone needs help, um, like if Hamar and uh, Badger and them are in firefights and they need ammo, you know, I can run down there and give them some ammo and a weapon or two or something. Well, or look at that. Right. So. See, I wasn't thinking, I was thinking mostly about the functionality of getting it into the, the crate. And I didn't realize you could do it in that actual inventory while you have it in the inventory. Yeah. So you can do, you can load them on the ship or on the station. And then when you get on your ship, you just drag it into your vehicle's inventory. Yeah. Oh, that's so you want to put here in the ship, then you can drop it, basically grab it and drop it. Um, But it effectively gives you, and it's going to be part of the question I'm going to ask later on, it effectively makes some of these smaller ships have quite a bit of inventory inside. You know, it's like I had like five or six missiles and a freaking size three cannon on my Aurora the other day. Plus I had six cargo boxes you know, loaded. So Mm. it's quite a bit. It's not, you know, it's quite a bit. So I really wanted to use it for, um, I, I haven't successfully done it yet, but I wanted to use it for hand mineables because then I can just move them from my backpack and put them into the, the the small boxes. So. All righty. Excellent. Well, great tips and tricks. Well, it's mostly you. <laughs> no one submitted anything. <laughs> yeah, well, there, others are doing that too. I'm not the only one. And some are using bigger boxes. There's a way to make um, there's a way to make a full SCU and a two SCU box. The ones I'm using are the smaller ones that you can buy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I've seen the big ones for sure. I've watched a couple videos actually where it was like, oh, hmm. Um, and now, dear friends, it's that time again. It's time for science. Okay, 
great song. Um, yes, it's fantastic. Um, so Seagard, have you done anything in the name of science this week? Um, uh, did quite a bit of log. Well, I did that four day kind of logging on the ship worked fantastic for me. I know that Flavius hasn't had as good a luck, but I definitely had good luck with it. Definitely. It, of course, I'm still waking up with my ship at an angle because my landing gear is retracted, but yep. I'm not falling through the earth. I'm waking up. My ship's not in the middle of space. I'm just doing it in the middle of nowhere on Daymar, just finding a big rock and settling next to the rock. And I've done it next to the big asteroids near the stations in space. Works fine. Um, haven't have not failed to wake up on my ship when I've done it. So I, I'm much more confident in it now. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I see the same thing when I have uh, bed logged, I haven't really had an issue. Um, it's only been a, an issue when, you know, uh, well, like you said, with just the landing gear. Um, and right. that's been it so far. Uh, cool. Uh, right. One other one was it's oh, kind of what I mentioned, one I mentioned earlier. So, so when you're at a cargo place and you're going to pick up, you know, a Lolo Laranite, any loot boxes you find there, open them and empty them into the inventory of the building. When you get mm-hmm. on your ship after ordering your cargo, you will be able to see the interior inventory of the site that you're at and your ship inventory, and you can just drag them across. If you leave them in the loot box, you can't see them. Mm-hmm. So you have to empty the loot into the station, or the base there, and then drag it into your ship when you're on your ship. Works fantastic. I will have to try that out myself. Yeah. Yep. Um, I unfortunately don't know what I could actually tell anyone to do for science since i said as i said before didn't really get to play the game i can tell you when the game's really screwed up restarting it doesn't help um you know i tested that out a few times right i I tested logging into different servers a few times and still not being able to do what i wanted to do um but uh yeah i can concur with your test do we do we talk about technical experiments too, like with equipment? Sure. So I've had a really good, um, sorry, a, a nice rig. There's no doubt about it. And it's, you know, it's all lit up and everything's got the, um, you know, Corsair heavy stuff and coolers. But I basically had a, didn't have a wireless card built into my motherboard. So mm-hmm. it was one of the Strix ones, and it expects you to use an external one. So all I was using was a little Asus, um, you know, USB plug-in. It looks like you would use it for syncing up your or linking your mouse to your computer. It's about that size, and that's mm-hmm. what I've been using, which gives me, you know, given that I have a nice router, I had a Nighthawk by Netgear. Um, you know, I was getting pretty good performance uh, wirelessly. Had a little bit of connection problems where I'd get blocked, and they didn't know why. Uh, finally, did some research on it and found out that I'm operating on two point giga two point four gigahertz primarily because of that nub. Mm-hmm. It's a it's you know it's an older style of uh, connection, and it's vulnerable to um, uh, ham radio operators. And I have one two houses down from me. 
<laughs> I was getting these frequent drops in service. And you know, as you've heard my Discord, I just kind of drop off Discord because my signal would drop to nothing. Mm-hmm. And then it would come back up. So I went out and researched the Wi-Fi 6 and um, bought a card for my, a PCIe card for my machine. And then I also got an, an Asus um, Air Mesh Wi-Fi 6 router. Um, one of the new ones that has this back channel. So that's my wife yelling at my son. So uh, <laughs> he's 27 years old, but uh, I'm sure he does. <laughs> yeah. So, so I love her. So, so anyway, the, uh, I plugged these things in. They took, uh, it, it really, it took me probably less than 10 minutes to set up the routers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I plugged in the Wi-Fi card, which was also equally quick. Um, I did a test with the little nub and was getting 22 megabits per second, which is pretty slow. Um, mm-hmm. Usually it's a little faster than that. Um, and it doesn't really give me a huge amount of problems. It's been fast enough. Um, and I have a gigabit coming into the house. So it's it's warranted or SLA is 954 megabits per second. It's pretty fast. Um, and it's DSL. Um so then I tested the Wi-Fi 6 and the routers, and I am now up to 441 megabits per second. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So it's much, much faster, and that's wirelessly. <clears throat> and then the other thing that it – what this is just for the – in layman's terms, with a normal router, you're just connecting with the router from your wireless device on your PC. When you have this meshing system, each of those little devices, there's a node and the main router component, they're identical. They're they're literally identical. They are communicating with each other at a super high speed on a separate channel. And if you lose connection with one, it automatically transfers you to the other one seamlessly. So if you're on a laptop and you're moving around your house, it's going to do it seamlessly. You're never going to notice it. If something disrupts one of your routers, it's going to pick you up on the other, the other node. So it really makes it a lot better. Um, I was surprised at how good it is. Uh, wow. It's not, I mean, it's not that's pure great. gaming, but it, it is, it's a significant improvement from firsthand experience. I mean, who doesn't want that? Um, right. That's, um, all righty. Well, that brings us to, uh, our, uh, our question or, or your question, should I say, and your question last week was a really good one. Um, has 317 changed your go-to money-making profession? Uh, first person to reply was our good friend, Kilgore, who we still have to get on the show. Yeah. Um, we but he said, I got a voice changer and have been charging for not safe for work VoIP sessions in Grim Grim Hex since three fourteen, <laughs> um, and then he said, uh, and then thanks for all the fish replied to Kilgore. LOL. It made rock mining a viable income source, so that's why I, what I'm doing now. Uh, Kazam said, definitely not. Still banging out bounties, but it, at three seventeen launched NPC NPC ships won't spawn in half the time. Uh, wouldn't spawn in half the time. All good now, though. Seems like the AI got better. No complaints. Redor 
for mentor said, I've somehow shifted from bounties to chaining bunker missions. I'm not particularly concerned about the earning rate, but really enjoy the adrenaline and rewards these missions now deliver. Why? Because NPCs are definitely more aggressive, deadly, and quite often somewhat tactical. So taking cover, flanking, rushing, loot, it has also changed for the better. Create contents feel more coherent, and the addition of rare and very rare armor and weapons is definitely exciting to me. Compared to 316, I've been um, more daring and gearing up more exclusively, or exhaustively, I should say, certainly for drinks and food but also carrying extra armor and weapons inside my Titan, my Titan in case I die and need to make a quick run back to the bunker. Uh, Captain Karen repeated his claim from last week. Rock mining is back. That is all. Yeah, it um, is. Earth said, I have yet to really check out the influence of the tier zero quanta on the commodity prices, but hoping I'll find some surprises there. And then Mach 3 generic said, yep, switched from mucking about constantly uh, to leisure nomad rock trips whenever time permits. Yeah. Um, what about you, Seagard? Has it changed uh, your profession at all? Yeah. I, well, I definitely find that, you know, mining, uh, I'm back to mining. Uh, I was doing a lot of the routes, you know, just simple out and back routes to pick up, you know, mm-hmm. standard stuff that you make you money. Um, I definitely enjoyed the four days rock mining, even though it's, you know, I have to fill the rock faster. I'm just not that mm-hmm. skilled yet. Um, and I need a way to download it into my ship, which is what the boxes are for. Uh, I don't know if I can use those for that, but I definitely want to try to download something into the ship. Um, so rock mining, I definitely liked. Hand mining was equally fun. There seems to be plenty wherever I sit down and I go mm-hmm. and look and I can find things. Um, the scanners work pretty good. They're not as hard as I think as they were initially. You know, we thought the ping, having the ping would be every, you know, be a pain in the butt. It's not that bad. Um, yeah, so I think I think rock mining, hand mining, and asteroid mining are all back. I really that's great. Do think that's good. Um, and I have heard also echoed from our favorite commissar and morale officer, Hamar and, uh, and Badger, that... Uh, yeah, the AI is much better on the inside fight inside the bunkers. So, mm-hmm. well, that's great. Um, I haven't really done anything to um, earn money since I've been trying to, but I haven't had an opportunity. But uh, looking forward to it at some point. <laughs> yeah. Well, this weekend, um, my wife will be out of town this weekend. So, so mm-hmm. you're in for a treat. Yeah, starting tomorrow. I got to take them to the airport. Go see my folks. I have a wedding on Friday, so my weekend will be frivolity, uh, to say the least. But I'll be back next week. Um, So we got a few questions via um, Discord. First comes to us from Skyguard. where he said, we will be able to upgrade. Will we be able to upgrade? Hang on one second. My cat is driving me crazy. They just shoved the dog in my door. I got my daughter's uh, cocker spaniel here. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I literally, while we were talking earlier, the door opened. They threw my daughter's cocker spaniel in the room, and they're moving the cats in now. 
<laughs> I get to Great. watch the zoo. I get to watch the zoo. Great. Yeah. Um, so as I as I uh, mentioned, Skyguard wanted to know: Will we be able to upgrade ship armor like other components? Change materials, thickness, or are we stuck with whatever CIG decides to balance it with? Uh, read that one more time. I had a dog bark. Uh, uh, will we be able to upgrade our ship armor like other components? You know, change I, I materials. Suspect, yeah, there, there's no doubt. You're going to have like, you know, Teflon coated. You're going to have um, the must. It's the Mustang Delta has. You know, was it cavalry armor or something on it? And, uh, you know, the Hornets are going to have their special armor. There's no doubt about it. You'll have spaced yeah. armor. You'll have reactive armor. You'll have laser-proof armor, reflective, you know, whatever. No doubt in my mind. Cool. Yeah, I would imagine so, too. <laughs> I'm just like, cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I would think so. It seems like, it seems like there would be some sort of... Um, change up there and at least to some degree and it might impact your speed or fuel consumption there'll be a trade-off of course right right and you, um, you know they already they already have tried lasers against armor in modern times so there's ample there's ample understanding of how it works in yeah life. yeah exactly um tuki 2d asks that's okay. <laughs> he said, how do you foresee five player groups, 50 player groups and mega orgs seeing colonization differently? Uh, and then his follow-up question is when colonization is in, will I be able to buy a drink from Seaguard at the Parley house bar? Yes. So I'll take a stab at that first one. Um, how do I see it with small, medium and large organizations? Mm-hmm. Well, imagine the Indians when the col- the colonists arrive. <laughs> it's going to be large group shows up, medium groups get wiped out, then small groups get wiped out. I mean, <laughs> you know, small groups are going to just be the victims. The best thing you can do is hide. Pick the most inhospitable place that you can defend and go there. It's proven throughout mm-hmm. history. It really is. So caves, I think, will be important for small groups. <clears throat> Especially if you yeah. find one that hasn't been discovered yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think it's uh, the small groups are going to be, you know, I, I think it's going to think it's going to be a hard, hard struggle for the small groups. Yeah, I, and I, I would say too, like, I think colonization might not necessarily be. Yeah, for for small groups, it'll probably be for an outpost in the middle of nowhere that no one can find, and maybe they're hiding something. Or maybe they can control a resource, but they're afraid they won't be able to defend it. But for mega orgs and and larger orgs, uh, you know, bigger orgs, it will be about controlling resources. It'll be about, you know, expanding and growing. Um, I don't think the mega orgs are going to be very effective, because I don't think they can coordinate very well. Yeah, I Um, can't see them coordinating that. And that's and I'm think, sure there's a few. I think that large organizations are going to be very, very similar. Uh, their problem is going to be that they, the problem for smaller orgs, medium and small, is that a, a large org could get enough group, enough people together to come in and exploit all the resources in an area in an hour. Yeah. 
right? So they can, well, let's say they can control an area for two hours. They're not going to stay there. They're just going to strip everything out every day. And, you know, you come home from work and log in and you're going to go, hey, I'm going to go mining. Well, this stuff's been stripped out and it's been sold on the market and the market is deflated. Uh, right. I think those are going to be the problems. Yeah. I don't think everyone's going to kill you. I think you're just going to be kind of hunting for scraps. Okay. Yeah. Hey, girl. Hang on one second again. You're having pet issues. I'm having pet issues. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I think I think that's a good point. Yeah, um, I mean, like even right now, I'm not overly concerned about um, even pirates and stuff anymore. Hmm. I was more concerned six, seven months ago, you know, but after talking to a couple of guys, including Kilgore and them, you know, it's not easy to actually get the right number of guys to be effective together as a pirate. It's hard. It's hard to get more than four or five. And I think that even with the number of people we have on every night, you know, within 10 minutes, we can have, you know, 10, 15 guys sitting around going, okay, we'll play. Yeah, we might lose a ship and then we'll have fun for the next couple hours. But I'm not overly concerned about it. I mean, I I think it's going to be less of an issue than we thought. I also think like I think the approach that we've been thinking about taking or trying to take having smaller affiliated orgs, but specialized instead of trying to be one of everything it helps a lot because if you're, it leaves, it leaves the small org not beholden to party members that specialize in something to be on the server. For instance, if SSI finds a resource and the industrial org that we work with does not have anyone on, we can choose to either mine it ourselves or sell the information or maybe it'll be robust enough that we could sell the information to, you know, the industrial org, you know, after the fact. And so it doesn't matter if we're on at the same time and yet we're cross collaborating. Yep. Um, I think, I think, you know, just as a little add to that last, I guess, last piece, I think the most powerful group in the in the system will be the one that can navigate the best. We go planet to planet right now, but where everybody struggles is finding the same place twice without having markers there or a friend that's there or something like that. Yeah. When that code gets cracked and you can actually discover a place and get to it fast, either with stakes like they, you know, they said we have property stakes or whatever that organization is going to have information to sell. They're going to be able to, they're going to be able to find and repeatedly go strip those resources when they need them. They're going to be able to go hide when they need to. I think it's going to be a big difference. Yeah. I agree. It certainly won't be a ship and it certainly won't be a gun that makes you better. It'll be that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Excellent. So then Chappie asked question about the Squadron 42 add-on. Seaguard, you said 
um, last week, all all three chapters will come with Squadron 42. Yeah. My understanding was that we'd only get the first chapter. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, I think it's uh, all three. I mean, that's what they were doing from day one as far as I – and I remember that very distinctly. That was one of their sales pitches. I think if you pledged for it, it they didn't say – well, it. I don't know. I, it, I it was over time. But yeah. I I always thought it was all three, and I know it was. I'm I'm confident I'm going to get all three. Yeah, it, maybe it depends on when you backed. I mean, you are fairly early backer. That maybe maybe now we just get volume one. Um, yeah. You know, I probably should have researched this to see what it says in my account. Let me see. It definitely says Squadron Forty Two, but I don't know if it says. Um. Hang on one second. I'll tell you guys oh my god it's like my cats don't they, they just decided that they want to be wherever they can't be <laughs> i close the door with them in they want to be out of my room i close the door with them out they want to be in my room <laughs> lovely creatures I have the family and the animals outside my room, and I want them to stay outside my room. <laughs> You're lucky there. See, this account, I didn't realize how many pages I have. Okay, here we go. I found it. Okay. We've got here. It just says Squadron 42 digital download. It doesn't say Volume 1 or the complete. So I, uh, who knows? I'll I'll re- see if I could do some more research into it. Um. Silver Valk said, newbie question of the week. Assuming you purchased one of the basic starter ships, Aurora or Mustang, name the first five other ships and vehicles that you'd buy with in-game currency. Great question. What would what would be your first five, Seaguard? Um <clears throat> next one would be the Nomad. Mm-hmm. Um and then it would be the Rock. And it would probably be the prospector, um, and probably something like a freelancer or a yeah freelance maybe maybe a cutlass black but probably a freelancer. Hmm. Each of those steps would make you more money. Yeah, I and would the freelancer go makes you that. more money by hauling what you refine at a station to the planet for you to sell. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think that's a good one. I I would probably go same route as you for the first two, Nomad them Rock, um, Prospector probably, or something to haul with, um, one of the two, and then I think so. That's three. Then I would probably it, it depends on if we're talking pre or post launch um vulture um if oh my goodness my cat's uh clawing at something it was driving me crazy uh assuming the vulture's out i would go with the vulture assuming it's not out i would go with some kind of hauler and then maybe maybe a combat ship to do bounties like the uh hawk yeah i'd probably do a hawk yeah 
And and the reason my logic is just to get a little of everything. And th- that's coming from Mr. Carrick. So, yeah. you know, I think that that's like a good sort of upgrade chain just to give me a little of everything while I'm starting to make money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, Seagard, do you have any question of the week for our listeners? I did. I did. Um, hopefully this rings with everybody. And this one is, uh, what do you like or dislike about ship inventories? Nice. That's a one, but great question. Um, I haven't truly discovered the size, the amount you can carry in each one yet. Right. I mean, but I stuffed a lot in a hallway. I mean, a lot, like five boxes worth of loot. It was like, wow. I mean, that's fantastical. Um, Next week, funny enough, will likely be our 30K episode because by next week's episode, we shall have hit 30,000 listens. I was cheering. I just hear my wife yelling in the background. <laughs> oh, oh did you hear what I did? You, yeah. It's 30K. <laughs> I was like, okay. Mm, someone didn't listen. For 40K. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, 30K because of the, the bad luck number within Star Citizen, 30K. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought you meant yeah, right? that we just do it every 30, 10. <laughs> wasn't there a 40K along the way somewhere, too? Oh. Oh, <laughs> yeah, That's it's right, Star man. Citizen, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, well, folks, if you do have any questions, any comments, any answers to our questions, anything at all, uh, we still have our old email, readcastsc at gmail.com, or you could DM our Twitter handle, at citizencastsc. You could submit a, mess- a voice message through Anchor, uh, you could join our Citizen Cast Discord and interact with us there. We have many different um, tabs for the different uh, pieces of content that people contribute to. Or last but not least, you can text us or leave a voicemail at our Google Voice number, 646-783-8154. If, and shout uh, out to Boris Kraken. Shout out to Boris Kraken. Hope he's getting back soon. Shout out to Boris. Yes, hopefully you return soon, although it looks like he's... Uh, enjoying some parts of his trip um yeah he's on assignment no he's australian though yes and i like the thanks for the uh, museum pictures and all the wreck pictures you're sending very cool very good very good um if you are folks looking for a crew looking for an org looking to engage with a larger player base uh, that's pretty active. Uh, take a look at Parlay House. It's actually a neutral zone where all players of all types can hang out, socialize, and enjoy the best damn space sim the verse has to offer. Um, a lot. A link to the Discord can be found in the show notes. And quite frankly, it's a place, by the way, where we house a handful of uh, orgs within the uh, the group. So you can interact with players of like mind and also players who. Uh, might do different activities than you do. Yeah, we have four also that are external, that are, you know, pirate pirate orgs or other, uh, I guess, lawful orgs that have mm-hmm. come in there. There's also, what's the logistics? Um, they are, um, 
They are called. Long. I always sort of forget. They Galog? are. Is it Galog? Oh, yes. Galog. It's Galog yes. has a recruiting piece there. So it's one of the ways you can reach them. Um, I thought you were that. talking about independent industrialists. Yeah, uh, that's internal to us, though, right? I mean, yeah. Well, it's from. It's from the the, the fractured to be called read, <laughs> right? Uh, yes, uh, yeah. It was a good org. Uh, we're, so we're all we're all from that org, and it was a good org. And it was, uh, it was it's history now, but uh, and I'm probably largely responsible for that. I mean, <laughs> I'm a joke heard around the world. Amar, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, Anyway, not even the worst joke ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So take a look at us. Also, um, if you're looking for more content about Star Citizen, we have several friends of the show who are content creators. Take a look at uh, Earth Snorkel and uh, Undead Parrots videos on YouTube, uh, or you can listen to the fantastic music written by Admiral Cody and Calibri. Uh, some of which you hear in our very episodes. Uh, that, dear friends, wraps up another episode of Citizen Cast. Enjoy Fleet Week, and we'll talk to you next week. Don't yeah, worry, Seaguard. With respect to Chekhov not being here, I don't think we should talk during the extra. What do you think? I mean, is that what Chekhov would want? I'm not sure. Um, what would, what would uh, probably talk during the credits. Probably say something like, can you repeat the question? Can you repeat the question? Kiki, oh, you just blew up. I just blew up. <laughs> um, you tried to connect that, everybody. Yeah, yeah exactly. We had connection issues, but we'll be back. He's such a trooper, he decided he'd rather not be a part of the episode than leave you guys waiting another week. Or was it that he wanted to watch Lincoln Lawyer? Oh, yeah, that's a pretty old movie. Do you think he was making... Do you think he was pretending he was having issues with his mic? Yeah, I think he really was. Sure. Just trying to Lincoln Lawyer us. That's a good set. That's a good title, Lincoln Lawyer. There you go. The Lincoln Lawyers <laughs> in space. <laughs>